Welcome back to Courage and Wildflowers. We have another fun little episode for you, <laughs> as always. As always. Last episode, we were talking about don't get your panties in a wad or have you worn your panties inside out. Most importantly, control. Do you suffer from control issues? Yes, my name is Sam and I do. Yes. Um, I've been there too and still <laughs> find myself in that boat as well. So last week we wanted to bring this topic to surface to have some conversation amongst your community and giving them more insight into, hey, this is something that I'm realizing. I have picked up things and I'm trying to fix things and I need to let it go. And we asked you to, you know, look at your look at your life. And if there's something where you're feeling like mm, those are my panties that are in a wad, let it go. So be like Anna and Elsa. Oh, let it go. Uh -huh. Let it go. Yeah. Yeah, I love that show. Oh, that's a good Don't one. get frozen in control. Let oh, it go. There you go. And be willing to pay attention to that because like we said, it's a muscle that just has memory there. Mm -hmm. And so it's not one that's like, oh, I'm gonna try to I'm gonna try to control this situation. It's just natural. Mm -hmm. It's I was talking to somebody just recently about how natural it is to be selfish and how unnatural it is to be selfless. We don't have to teach, you know, a one-year-old how to be selfish. It, they can just do it. They just say mine. And, but it's back, right, back right. to the control. Nope, mine. This is my precious. Mm -hmm. I'm going to take care of it. I've got it. Yeah. And we're asking you to let it go. <laughs> just like Anna and Elsa. Right. And talk to your community about it and talk to God about it. Let him have final say. So hopefully you did that last week and we'll keep, I'm sure, circling around this little topic as we continue on with these podcasts. But today, today we're talking about the circle of life. <laughs> and not in the way you think, yeah. though. I'm sure that really gave it away. Like <laughs> they know exactly what movie I'm singing. <laughs> well, yeah, I they hear, know. they hear the music and feel the African sun beating down. If you haven't seen Lion King, you should, you should. It is a good movie. It is a good movie. We are going to talk about <clears throat> the circle of abiding. Mm -hmm. And before we hit that, I think we should just talk about that circle of life is there a favorite disney character on the circle of life the lion king that Ooh. you would be <laughs> well i mean probably pumba pumba <laughs> no maybe not really i love them because it's i love akuna matata what Means a wonderful no worries phrase. all the rest of your days it's yes. a problem-free <laughs> philosophy. Hakuna Matata. Let go of control. <laughs> and here I am wanting to control like the actual order of the words and everything. <laughs> there you no. go. That pretty much sums us up right yeah. there. <laughs> Just go with it, Sam. <laughs> oh. Yeah. I don't know. I'm, I think I would be, what, what was the little bird that was, um, 
oh, he's the parrot and he's constantly, he's in, not a parrot. He's a toucan. Okay. He's a toucan, whatever. He's colorful and he's constantly flying around, keeping track of, um, oh, what's his name? Mufasa's son. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's been a hot minute since I've Zazu. seen Zazu. 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 Okay, there we go. Thanks, oh Sam. <laughs> Good time. Mufasa's son is the Lion King. I know, but what was his name? Is it Zazu? No. Zazu's the bird. Zazu's the bird. What's the name of the lion? Nala is the female. I know, but what's the... What's the lion's okay. name? Because Zazu sometimes Simba. Simba. There you go. Zazu kind of. I feel like I. You're like my Zazu sometimes. You're flying around like. Hold no, no, on. no. Hold that's on. not no, the way no, you do no, it. No, not no, the way back, you do back it. Back up. Back up. Back up. <laughs> and here we okay, go. Okay, that's probably pretty accurate. <laughs> <laughs> I picked Pumbaa because you know he's a little curvy and sometimes he's can be so stinky. Cute. After a workout, I'm pretty stinky. I did like, I, that was a cute little movie. So, but okay. So what would be your favorite Disney movie? Oh gosh. There are so many good ones. Um, you like Bambi? I, I do not actually. Um, I actually. Thumper is cute. I, I do like Thumper. Um, I, I don't know if I've watched that all the way through. Oh, it's good. Um, I've watched parts of it and it just broke my heart and yeah. much like old yeller. Um, oh, that one's good too. I don't, is that a Disney movie? Mm -mm. No, mm, I don't think so. I don't know. Anyway. Um, I, I would say there's probably two that are my like go to, like I can watch them over and over and over again. It is Walt Disney. You're right. Oh, okay. 1957. Okay. Old yeller. Um, Yeller. 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 Okay. Um, and maybe three. <laughs> I know oh we're supposed goodness. to pick Here one. Go. But I... the soundtracks are like epic. Of what? Of these movies that I like. And okay. I think that has a lot to do with it. So you like them because the soundtrack. And now I'm thinking of a fourth one. Oh Dang my it. goodness. Like, okay, we need to just stop. Move on. Um, <laughs> pick so... one. It was one. <sighs> you have to choose. I can't choose. Um, I'm just going to be really quick. Okay. So I really like Tangled. Sam, one. We're done. Move on. Um, done. <laughs> no. Done. I also really oh like Coco. Haven't um, seen it. It's, it's good. Okay. I really like it. Um, and then, um, Moana. It's okay. Yeah. The soundtrack. Oh, okay. It's pretty good. Mm -hmm. Um, but then like the ultimate soundtrack is the greatest showman. It's not a cartoon, but mm -hmm. I do like that soundtrack. They're animated. And I, I, I guess the I movie was say. good. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the soundtrack is quite impressive. What about uh, if I were to pick a movie, Toy Story, hands down, that's my number one. But I do like others. It's the Friends, right? And that's why I like Coco. It's like he I haven't seen it. So here's the basis of the story. Okay, mm -hmm. he loves music, and he knows that he's supposed to be a singer. Mm -hmm. And his family won't let him my sing story. or have instrument. <laughs> I know I'm supposed to be a, a singer. Tanya's dropping an album later. No, just kidding. Um, yeah, but like he's just trying to stay true to who he is. Mm. And um, 
I really like it. Okay. Well, I I need to watch the show. I have you do. I have not seen this one yet. I so. mean, it, yeah. It is uh, it talks about like the Mexican culture and the Dia de los Muertos and all of these things, and it's it's pretty cool. Hmm. Well, I'll add that to my list. There you go. Need to sit down and watch that one today, though. Okay. Back to circles, not the pyramid schemes of circles. Okay. We're going to talk about the circle of the true life. Right. Which would be, what does it look like to abide? We've used this scripture verse a few times in some previous episodes about, I am the vine, you are the branches, and whoever abides in me and I in him bears much fruit. Mm -hmm. For apart from me, you can do nothing. Yeah. So we're going to talk about, like, let's break that down. How do you actually abide? Well, I think um, it starts, I mean, if you remember, we started talking about abiding in a couple episodes ago when we were talking about our pace. Mm-hmm. And, <clears throat> excuse me, um, I think if you have the right pace, if you've done the work of evaluating your plate and seeing where it's too full and where it's too light and making the necessary adjustments, doing that, you should become very aware of his presence in your life. And being aware of that presence, I think you have to be very intentional to slow down. Mm -hmm and abide. And to me, I know there's lots of definitions that are out there for abiding, but to me, abiding is being still and resting in. Mm -hmm. And so if you're aware of his presence, you are being still in his presence. You are resting in his presence. You are hanging out, if you will. Mm -hmm. Like thinking about him. Right. Mm Mm-hmm. like your meditation, your thoughts, your time. And so question, if we're saying, okay, let's abide in him. How do you do that daily? So several years ago, um, like think back way before we were even neighbors. Mm -hmm. Okay. I heard a message from a minister. It was on a podcast and he was talking about meditate. Mm-hmm. And he brought up a, I forget if it's Greek or Hebrew, um, but he said the word was marinate, mm-hmm. almost like a marinate, um, like sitting in. So if you think about marinating your protein that you're getting ready to throw on the grill, mm-hmm. um, it is in that marinade. Um, for me, that meditate, that marinate, that marinate, it's something that I don't have to be sitting still in a chair all day to do. Yeah. Like I'll read a scripture or I'll read my devotional and one of the devotionals I'm going through actually challenges you to write something Mm -hmm. for the day. There's a journal prompt. Mm -hmm. Um, some days I'm able to just write right away. Mm -hmm. Other days I have to like, think about that Mm -hmm. for a little bit. And so like, I take that prompt or that scripture or that thought from that devotional 
And I think about that like all day long, Mm -hmm. like in the context of my life, Mm -hmm. my work life, my home life, my life, how I interact with my community. Mm -hmm. What does that look like? And how am I impacting those around me for his glory? Mm -hmm. That's good. In that. Mm -hmm. So what i'm hearing you say is a tangible way to go about abiding is it's taking my thoughts and Mm. thinking about him thinking on his word Mm -hmm. thinking about what he's doing maybe in my life throughout the day Mm -hmm. so as maybe you're you know in the middle of just something stressful that you're not being able to solve and at some point just going you know what i'm in this right now and there's a lot of pressure on this and you're with me mm-hmm. so just taking a moment to acknowledge that i'm not i'm not on my own right that, it's almost like putting a filter on right <clears throat> that's good and running everything through that filter mm-hmm. which then you know goes into how do we surrender to what his will is yeah we know that he wants a relationship with us Mm -hmm. and you know it's interesting to me we've been doing um, a study on exodus at church and when you think about moses spending face-to-face time with god Mm -hmm. and being called his friend Mm -hmm. you know well how how is that like god calls him my friend you know the that means there is like a relational level to where you're Mm -hmm. having conversation Mm -hmm. to me, you know, that's another way of being aware of his presence, but also surrendering to his will and, you know, having these just conversations with him throughout Mm -hmm. the day of, you know what, this, you know, I, I could, I could see where you're moving in this area and maybe I was getting frustrated about this person and how, you know, they were late to connect with me or, you know, didn't have all their stuff together. But in all of that, it's, I'm learning that it's not, it's not always about crossing every T and dotting every I, the individual is still valuable. Mm -hmm. And so, Lord, I'm seeing how you care for people when Mm -hmm. I don't show up like I should with you Mm -hmm. and don't put the effort in to be present and be that close friend. I can have grace for those others around me because you're giving me grace Mm -hmm. on that. So, yeah, seeking his guidance. I mean, that's a way to abide. Right. That goes back to that control though. Mm-hmm. Like Instead if we're surrendering to his will and we're seeking his guidance, mm-hmm. then we are not chasing what we want. Mm-hmm. We're being selfless mm-hmm. instead of selfish. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I had heard um, John Mark Homer talks about some, disciplines, spiritual disciplines, and one in particular, I think I talked a little bit about it last podcast, but it's not about me living my life. And then I ask God, oh yeah. And will you help me with this? Mm -hmm. It's about 
following him. And he talks a little bit about what it was like to actually be, actually be a follower. And, you know, back in Jewish culture, they called them rabbis. Mm -hmm. You didn't just get to follow a rabbi. Typically you first had that first level where you were a, um, you know, elementary, what we would call schooling, where you're learning, reading, basic writing, you know, um, math, and you're reciting and learning or orally the book of the Torah, you know? Mm -hmm. So then after that, you then moved into this next phase where you, you were reciting and learning even more, but then this next phase required you to really know what you were talking about before a rabbi would actually go, Hey, you can be one of my disciples. You can follow me. But Jesus didn't do that. He was open to like, every, you know, follow right. me. But also in part of that was following, and this goes back to the, the awareness of his presence and mm -hmm. marinating in that. Mm -hmm. If you were following a rabbi, you were essentially covered in his dust. Yep. That's how closely you were following. Yeah. And so eating, eating what yes. he ate, sleeping where he slept yes. 24 seven, you know, in, a, in America, we like our autonomy. Yes. You know, we're unique. We're different. This, you know, I don't want to be just like you, you're copying me, mm -hmm. but as a rabbi with disciples following him, like you wanted to speak like your rabbi, act like your rabbi, mm -hmm. everything you mimicked mm -hmm. your rabbi. Yeah. And that's, that's what we're asked from our God yes. to follow him that closely yep. where we are imitators of him, mm -hmm. which requires abiding with him, requires interacting with him, mm -hmm. having conversations with him. What, a, what about when you're dealing with thoughts mm -hmm. that don't line up with how God is saying our life should be or what he says about us? Mm-hmm. You know, there's that requirement to take captive those thoughts and submit them to what the word has to say. Mm -hmm. Crash that chatterbox mm -hmm. to use that phrase. Mm -hmm. But then also just being the grateful, mm -hmm. grateful, offering thanksgiving and praise. Mm -hmm. Like that is all part of our abiding. Yeah. Those are some actions of our abiding. And there's this scripture, Psalms. Psalms. <laughs> I put an S on no, it. Like no. Walmarts. Is it Walmarts? No. Or Walmart? There are many Walmarts. <laughs> but when you go to the store, you go to Walmart. <laughs> okay. I agree. I agree. There are many you. Psalms in the book. Yes. But the scripture but each one is Psalm. Psalm. A Psalm. Each it's chapter psalm. is Not Psalm songs. 23. Psalm 91. I agree. I okay. concur. I also find, um, which, well, we can move on, but there's another, there's another phrase out there. Well, no, we're not. I'm going, do you wash or no. wash? Listen, it's just like wrestle <laughs> and wrestle. It depends on where you're from. Okay. Pecan or pecan <laughs> soda or pop. I mean, I would say soda. But I, I hear people say pop all the time. Or Coke. No. Coke. That's a type. I mean, there are, I know it's a type. 
I know. Okay. Well, back to our Psalm 138, 8. Mm. The Lord will fulfill his purpose for me. So what part of that is it up to me? None My of abiding is up to me to mm -hmm. stay abiding in, yes. but he, the Lord will fulfill his purpose for me. Your steadfast love, O Lord, endures forever. So do not forsake the work of your hands. Anyway, I think that's a really good phrase good. to keep in front of you. Uh, so abiding, there's a way to not abide. And, mm. um, there is a couple of different adaptations of this one, how I came about it and Sam as well is through your one degree mm -hmm. and Dave Jewett is the founder of that. Um, it's, it's a process to walk through like, what is your God given purpose? Yeah. But in one of these exercises, he talks about how do you live well? Like, what does it look like to abide? And what happens when we're not abiding? Well, if you're not going to abide, it means you're headed on this ladder of what we like to call seven steps before you fail. Seven <laughs> steps to failure. The coolest thing about this little stair step is you don't have to, if you're on step one, you don't have to go. Well, I guess if you're on step one and then you find yourself step two, step three, step four, all the way to, you know, a ladder where it's like, don't step on this one, but you're on it. You don't in a ladder have to climb your way back down. You actually get all the way back to step one by praying. Mm -hmm. but not just praying, it's praying and trusting. Yep. Well, there's that question, right? Too, you know, God, how do you want me to trust you mm -hmm. in this? Like whatever your situation is. Mm -hmm. And in saying that you must realize you are giving up control, control. Mm -hmm. like 100%. Like, mm -hmm. Yeah. I find myself in this ladder and I mean, ev everyone, you're going to like go in this circular pattern mm -hmm. or you're going to feel like you're going to go in a circular pattern mm -hmm. and we're going to put this ladder in the blog so you can be able to see it. Yeah. But there are the seven steps to abundant life mm -hmm. that go opposite of the seven steps to failure. Yeah. And so when you are, not trusting, not abiding, not giving up control when you are, hang on, I'm going to look at this. Um, when you're outside the circle and you can think of it as, um, what is it? A Venn diagram where you have a circle and then a circle oh, yeah. and you see where they cross mm -hmm. over. Yep. Um, think of that like abiding where those cross over, mm -hmm. where yep. they overlap. Yeah. That's your sweet spot, right? Right there, mm -hmm. and you That's have where your life is. seven steps of failure, failure, and your seven steps to abundant, abundant life. Mm -hmm. And in the middle is that abiding, mm -hmm. and that abiding is your way out mm -hmm. of the seven steps of failure. Yeah, yeah. And so it's as simple as 
truly just releasing control and being like, Lord, okay, <laughs> I have been holding this and I am seeing that it has gotten me down this rabbit hole. Mm-hmm. And I realize I'm not trusting you. Mm-hmm. So what am I supposed to be trusting you for to get me out of this? Mm-hmm. And you don't stop and move on until you know what God's asking you to trust him for. And that may mean asking that question mm-hmm. daily. Mm-hmm. And let mm-hmm. me just tell you right now, there are going to be people around you that you think, oh my gosh, they just asked that question for the first time mm-hmm. and they got an answer. Guess what? It's probably not their first time. hmm Uh they've probably been asking that question for a long time or they've been in the circle and not known that they needed to ask that question. They're just praying and they're just praying and praying and praying. And And then they finally figure out that they're going to be a little more directive Uh and then they get clarity. Uh And so don't compare your ladder and your journey Uh to anyone else. What about if you feel like you're holding on to things like carrying the burden <sighs> or, you know, the next one, weariness, if you literally are fatigued, That's what like then it. that leads to is discouragement. So right. then losing hope, yeah. which then leads to disillusionment and loss of belief and disengagement, which is a scary zone here because disengagement is mm-hmm. where you start isolating, mm-hmm. pulling away. Uh-huh away from people, away from community, away from. So back all the way to the beginning, praying without trusting. Um, That's where it's imperative that you have those people in your, Uh in your circle. Uh And I mean, if we go back to that target that we've talked about before, the far outside ring, that community, they don't need to know everything. It's those core people uh-huh. that you're like, Hey, this is what I'm praying for. Yep. Can you be in agreement with me uh-huh. or I'm holding on to this? Um, or is there something that you're seeing that I'm missing? Right. Is there a blind spot where I'm not seeing something here? Yeah. And, and they may be like, yo, you need to sleep. Mm-hmm. I see that you look tired. Mm-hmm. Not yeah. speaking from personal experience or anything, of course, but you know, yeah, there's a lot of that. And then if you are engaging those people in these steps along the way, it helps you not get all the way to isolation. Right. Or if you do get to isolation, those people in your circle are going to be like, yoo-hoo, mm-hmm. time out. Mm-hmm. You're pulling back. Why are you pulling back? Mm-hmm. I mean, there's been some situations in my life where I've noticed that and I'm like, oh, time out, time out. We need to go have dinner because mm-hmm. this isn't right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I've had some friends do that with me, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it doesn't mean you always have to go out to dinner. It could just be a conversation to be like, um, yeah. Where are you at? Yeah. Yeah. And what we were saying before, if you're, if you're too isolation, there are things that that next step is disaster. Mm-hmm. It, it can be great consequences. 
grave consequences grave or great mm. <laughs> either one <laughs> pecan 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 caramel caramel <laughs> oh, <gosh>. tomato tomato <laughs> If you find yourself though right. in this area of disaster, again, the way back is praying and trusting. It's just that surrender, hundred mm -hmm. percent. Mm -hmm. And I, I would also say what helped me in those moments, I didn't make it all the way to disaster. Mm -hmm. I, I'm thinking, <clears throat> The first time, not yeah. this time. Yeah. Um, but finding those things to be thankful for. Mm -hmm. And always knowing that even in that isolation and that disaster area, that zone, yeah, that still small voice yeah. can ring very loud. Yeah. And it did for me. And I'm like, whoa, mm -hmm. time out this isn't working so in all of that what i've learned is that what often causes mm -hmm. us to leave the circle mm -hmm. of abiding mm -hmm. is a wrong response to our negative emotions mm -hmm. essentially not, not trusting, trusting. Mm -hmm. surrendering not surrendering mm -hmm. it is hanging on with mm -hmm. dear life for that thread of control that you think you have mm -hmm. and let me just tell you you really don't yeah. have it you're not in control i mean would you just say psalm 138 yeah the lord will fulfill his purpose for yep. me right that's it you you remind him you Regardless. will fulfill the purpose I, yeah i don't get I, like, I don't i'm not going to usurp what you can do because you are right. king you are lord right i just follow you i abide i right. stay there well also I mean, we've talked about if you find yourself where you're just holding on to something and weary or discouraged, disillusioned, today is the day stop and mm -hmm. ask God, Lord, I am discouraged about whatever it is, my job, yeah. my child, my, you know, loss of a spouse, my loss of purpose, whatever it is, you fill in the blank. How do you want me to trust mm -hmm. you? Yeah. with this today and you keep asking how do you want me to trust you with that every mm -hmm. time you start feeling that how do you want me to trust you with that mm -hmm. and don't stop asking until you get the answer yes yeah and then when he tells you okay today i'm trusting you you've said mm -hmm. xyz whatever i'm trusting you and you'll yeah. keep reminding yourself i'm trusting you trusting you tomorrow trusting you this you know, week, I'm trusting you this month because you did, you told me this is how I can trust you mm -hmm. in this. The best thing about that is when we start praying and trusting God, when he starts giving us that next step, we don't carry burdens. We're free of burden bearing. Yeah. There's nothing holding on. Like there's no weight, which gives us the energy mm -hmm. to be empowered, to be ambassadors for him to have that hope mm -hmm. it gives us the discovery of being even hopeful there's the faithfulness and we're focused yeah. it's stewarding the impact that we have on the kingdom mm -hmm. that purpose that he's laid out for us and it's finishing our life well mm. 
which what we talked about last episode, white, we didn't get to necessarily choose the race that we're on, right. but we're running that race with per- perseverance. So we didn't choose our race, but we can choose how we run the race. Yeah. Yeah. We can definitely choose yeah. how we run, run the race, race and how we're going to trust God in running that race. Right. So we have to abide. Yep. And in abiding, we will be able to make a kingdom impact. Mm-hmm. So that's where that legacy mm-hmm. happens. That's where you are leaving an inheritance to mm-hmm. your children and your children's children. That doesn't just talk about money in that scripture. No, not at all. The Like to me, there is no amount of money in the world that can give you peace. No. Peace of mind is a rare commodity. If it were something that you could buy, we wouldn't have millionaires committing suicide. That is true. It's not something you can buy. Mm -hmm. It's abiding. Mm -hmm. It's being with the peacemaker. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Well, to wrap up, we would want you to have a true assessment of where you are on the seven steps. Mm -hmm. Are you praying and trusting or are you praying and not trusting? And, you know, are you in this weariness, fatigue, disillusionment, disengagement? Like where are you on that ladder? And we we're telling you today, you can be back at praying and trusting. It's that easy. Mm -hmm. Does it mean it's easy to just like flip, the switch and now everything's fine. No, your feelings are going to have to follow the decision. You're going to have to keep, okay, here I am. I'm back. I'm back here praying. I'm trusting. This is what you said. I'm trusting you in this. My feelings aren't lighting up with this yet, but this, this is where I'm, what I'm speaking. It's that meditating so that my feelings can line up. You should just remember that your negative emotions are like an alarm system. Yep that when that alarm goes off, the first thing you do is go to the father. It's good. Mm-hmm. Not the last thing you do as a last resort, because you fear whatever consequences and disaster are coming your way. Mm-hmm. But the first Get there thing, quicker. yeah. And mm-hmm. I think in, when we talked about control last time and in talking about this, I think what we're encouraging you because we're learning it too is each time we learn this lesson, Mm -hmm. we don't go as far down the ladder of failure. Right. Oh, wait, hang on. I've been here before. I feel the difference in my body. Stop. Yep. How do I, how am I supposed to be trusting Mm -hmm. you? Lord, where are you taking me in my race right now? Mm -hmm. What are you, what are you wanting to develop in me? Mm-hmm. What is this purpose mm-hmm. that you have called me to, or, you know, what are you up to with my story and how is this going to impact the people around me? And it's mm-hmm. good. Yeah. And it can change today. Yeah. It can change today. It changes over the course of your life. Really? Yeah. You can change that muscle memory to where you find yourself just getting you know, disillusionment or disengaged, isolating, you mm-hmm. can change it today. That's good. It doesn't, you don't, you don't have to go back through the process today is stop. 
and ask God, how can I trust you? Yeah. How can I trust you in this situation? So challenge you to do that today. I also challenge you not to just you and God have the conversation, but once you do have that conversation, tell your community, hey, here's where I found myself. I'm praying and here's what I here's what I feel God's showing me. Mm -hmm. And I need you guys to hold me accountable to this. Yeah. Remind me. Right. So share and ask your community, where are you on yeah. this ladder and That's why? Good. That's good. Okay. So I went up. first on, I went first on the movie question all oh, the yeah. way back at the beginning. Okay. So you get to go first in our wild work. So how are you going to be wild, wild and, courageous and courageous this week? Mm -hmm. And or if you don't have both. Uh, wild and or courageous. Well, I am, again, I keep, feel like I'm still stuck in this little lane of practicing some spiritual disciplines. <laughs> One of which I've done fasting before, but it's never been a no food. I've done more like, oh, I'm not having any sugar or I'm going to do a, you know, the Daniel fast restrictive. or risk. Yeah. Restrictive or sun up to sun down. And I really feel that God's asking me to just do a full fast of food. And so there's that control where it's like, okay, but I don't know what this is going to feel like. Um, so I'm just saying yes, without any expectations of it going well, I'm sure I'm going to be frustrated, but in that, I think this ladder that we just talked about is going to be very helpful mm -hmm. because when I'm feeling cranky or I'm thinking I need this, it'll give me the opportunity to go, Lord, how can I trust you in this today? Mm -hmm. So courageous, not so wild. <laughs> we'll see how it goes. Mm. What about you, Sam? Oh, gosh. Um, so in looking at the scripture, Psalm 138.8, that first part, the Lord will fulfill his purpose for me. Um, yeah. I'm going to say this. Okay. Um, I have been like on a little personal journey of trying to figure out who I am mm -hmm. and what my purpose is. Um, so I am still on that journey and I know it's like a lifetime thing. Like it evolves over everyone's life and everyone is on that journey. It's not just me, but I am taking some steps with some people to help me figure that out. Mm -hmm. And so, um, in doing that though, I have to dig into some places that I've thought were like, 
healed up Mm -hmm. and good. And it's kind of like ripping the bandaid off a Mm -hmm. little bit again. And so it's a little wild Mm -hmm. because I've never done anything like this before. Mm -hmm. And it's a lot courageous because Mm -hmm. I'm opening up to someone who I've never met Mm -hmm. and never met in person. Like we'll be doing this via Zoom. Mm -hmm. So... Mm -hmm. Um, I'm very thankful for the opportunity to do this, but going in without control, (laughs) going in without control and not knowing what the outcome Mm -hmm. of this whole journey is going to lead to. Mm -hmm. Well, like me, when you find yourself, (laughs) (laughs) but yes, so like I'm weary, I, I have had the pleasure of hearing Dave Jewett talk about this twice now Mm -hmm. and both times it has just brought me to tears because I know Mm -hmm. I know this Mm -hmm. I know this and it's just asking that question I'm like I need to just write that in big bold sharpie on my forehead Mm -hmm. so that when I look in the mirror I remember to ask that question on the daily like Lord where I've got an idea and how a tattoo yeah <laughs> a tattoo that says praying and trusting Ooh. anyway hmm. food for thought uh, that's it's uh, not bad it's not bad okay. it's not bad but you know there's a whole list ahead of that well <laughs> listen God will do what God will do <laughs> that is true that is true Okay, so in closing, yes, like, subscribe, share, subscribe again. If you are interested in looking at the ladder or the circle of abiding, what we've been talking about today, make sure you go to the blog. We will have those um, images there for you, and you can use them help you in your journey yeah it's helpful it really is just to have it in front of you and be you know something that when you see it you can evaluate your like where where lord where am i carrying something that i shouldn't be carrying and how can Mm -hmm. i trust you with this so it's it's a good reminder so that's good thanks for joining us and we'll see you next time bye courage and wow i said bye bye (laughs) my bad